Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Creative Woman Leader podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Asia Ghazi, and I'm so happy you're here. I'm happy to be here. If you've noticed, it's been a little quiet for the last couple of months, hasn't it, on my end? Well, I'm back with season three, and I've already got a bunch of people lined up that, I'm, that I've interviewed and that I'm still interviewing right now, and I can't wait to bring them over to you. There's so much that has happened in the last couple of months that got me a little bit busy. So the last episode that I had for season two was episode 19, which was posted on the 7th of November. After that, I just decided to take a break. I decided to take a hiatus because I really needed it. Number one, I had just started a new position as an associate professor with the University of Arizona Global Campus, which means I'm now fulfilling the dream of teaching and being a professor. So oddly enough, when I was in my undergrad years at, at, at Cal State Northridge, I remember uh, I was actually seeing a couple of my professors and how they were teaching. And I thought to myself, you know, I would like to be a professor. I would love to have that flexibility to be able to have a schedule where I can teach either during the day or during the evening to students that are hungry to learn. But at that moment, when I decided that that was something I had wanted to do and I had a passion for, I also realized it was a hurdle because in order for you to even be a professor, you had to have a doctorate degree. And I remember I wanted to become a lawyer. So I had applied to um, the University of West Los Angeles. Um, they had a law school there. So not UCLA, this is UWLA, <laughs> so California Bar Accredited Law School. And I was there for like about a year and a half and I decided to drop out and it just did not work out for me, um, which I'm glad. I mean, listen, sometimes there are certain decisions that we make in life and we have to be able to make smart decisions for ourselves. And I knew I was seeing friends who had also become attorneys, dealing with a lot of stress in their lives, working 13, 14 hour days, and I was like, well, I don't want to have any of that because the only reason I would have wanted to get my law degree was because it would have helped me to be able to teach because you need to have a doctorate degree and it could be in any field. And of course, to teach law classes, you had to have a JD. Well, that didn't pan out. And of course, I was sitting there thinking, well, you know what? I don't know what I'm supposed to do. How do I get to this goal of becoming a professor? And being able to teach, you know, of course, I want I want work experience in the real world and an organization, which I'm glad I did. I had many, many experiences working in different organizations and learning how organizations work, learning about culture and, you know, change and human resources and leadership and all kinds of things. I also took on, um, you know, Toastmasters. I joined the Toastmasters club close by to my house and it was the best thing I ever did. And it's been 10 years since I've been a Toastmaster because not only did I dive in and take on roles as a club officer and eventually as a, you know, a district officer, such as being an area director, division director, you know, I mean, I, I took these roles and learned so much about teamwork and working with people and really what leadership is about. And it's not the same type of leadership that we see today in politicians, in, in politics, really. I mean, politicians are not leaders. So whatever we're seeing right now, it's not real leadership. And I don't want people to think of that and go, oh, is this how leadership is? No, it's not. It's not. Trust me, it's not. 
<laughs> um, but I, I, dig I digress a little bit there, but I just wanted to kind of share that pivotal moment with you because when I became an associate professor, it just was a real thing. I mean, because I did go through, I had to go and get my master's degree. I had to get a doctorate and getting my master's took me like 10 years because I kept wanting to go to get my master's degree. But I, again, imposter syndrome comes into my life quite often. And at the time I was like, I'm not good enough. No school's going to want to accept me. I had a bad GPA when I graduated from my undergrad, which I did because I didn't do so well in my math and statistics classes. And I ended up, um, you know, just kind of like really doubting myself so much. I mean, I did go to law school, don't get me wrong. And it was something that didn't work out for me. Maybe that also might've been a bit of a cause of me to not believe in myself and not believe that I was good enough. Like if I wanted to go get my master's in psychology, which I had wanted to at the time, um, it, it was like, yeah, how do I do that? because uh, they would not want to accept me with the fact that I don't have a psychology background. My background was in law or in business law um, at Cal State and I went to law school. So it's like, well, I don't have a psychology de degree. I don't have psychology courses. And then I had to take the GRE or if I wanted to get my MBA, I had to take the GMAT. So I just never thought I was good enough in all honesty. But circumstances pushed me to just go for it. And in 2017, like around the end of 2017, I wanna say right before the December holidays, um, I walked into DeVry University and I applied on the spot and they accepted me. So I was in, I mean, I, I'm, I mean, I'm in the master's program and I got my master's in human resources because that was kind of like the background. That was the kind of work I was doing in organizations I was working at. And, you know, with everything I was doing with Toastmasters and, you know, working in a software company and all this stuff, I mean, it just all was there. So, yeah, you know, it helped me to get to my doctorate degree. I was able to apply to all these different universities. I got this doctorate and here I am teaching and now I'm finally living this dream. It took a while. It did. It really, it took a long time. I'm not going to joke about that. But at the end of the day, when you reach a dream, when you achieve a goal, it's, it's, it just makes you feel like, it makes you feel so good. You know, you think about it and you go, wow, I didn't know I could have done this. I mean, I went through all these years doubting myself. What if I had just gone to my master's degree right after I had left law school? What if I had just gone back to school and just worked on my doctorate like 10 years ago, you know? And I kind of thought about that. And I was like, well, you know what? No, because maybe 10 years ago, you were a different person and you are another person now. We change. Every year we grow. Every year we see changes. And it's not even just on a yearly basis. I mean, really, we grow on a daily and a monthly basis. So I really did think to myself, wow, if I was a professor 10 years ago, I'm not sure I would have really done a great job teaching, in all honesty, only because, and I'm not saying that because I'm doubting myself. I'm saying that because I think at that time, I had looked at the world very differently and I perceived things very differently. And then finally, when I decided to, um, you know, pursue my master's degree, I was in a whole different situation and circumstance I never thought about before. And it pushed me to like, just do it rather than getting scared. It pushed me. And I 
think that was what I needed. And, and that's what helped me to kind of have a better relationship. So when I have my students and I talk to them and, and I, you know, relate with them about things, I have more empathy. I have more sympathy. I can understand things more. I also know how to set better boundaries. I, I know not to doubt myself. And I think that right there is such a beautiful thing because it, it allowed me to be the, you know, the professor that I am today. I don't think I would have done what I, 10 years ago, what I'm doing now. And then another thing uh, during this time, um, of course, I was still doing my writing consulting position at, you know, at the university at, at Pepperdine. Um, and I decided that I needed to not focus on that anymore. I do private tutoring, but working with the students um, at the writing center at Pepperdine, I just decided, well, you know, let me put more time with, you know, my job at the university as a professor. And let me also focus on my position, you know, as a graduate assistant and as a researcher. Um, and I also just got a researcher position um, part-time as well at the University of Arizona Global Campus. And then on top of that, I started my PhD program. I went back for my second doctorate. So at Pepperdine, where I just graduated from in July. So uh, yeah, a lot of changes happened and I think I just needed to take a break. So with that said, I'm glad I was able to kind of talk to you a little bit about it. I hope that what I just talked about helps to motivate you to think about, you know, your life and your, you know, your perspectives and what you're doing. In fact, I hope that it kind of makes you think more about why it's so important to push yourself because you should push yourself. Don't let imposter syndrome get in the way. We're going to talk a lot about imposter syndrome as well. I'm coming out with a blog. Um, I just published, oh, that's another thing I wanted to share with you guys. I just published uh, a leadership journal, a leadership discovery and reflection journal on Amazon just last week. It, it, it went live and I've had a few people already purchase it and they've told me that they love it. They love the journal. They're like, wow, it's so nice. It's so sleek. It's so fancy. And I'm like, well, thank you. I haven't even ordered one for myself. So I haven't actually seen the print version of it which I'm going to have to order my own author copies because I would love to give away some to some people, um, some of my friends and my network. So it'd be great. But I just wanted to let you know. So I have the link. I will drop it in the description if you would like to purchase it on Amazon. I would love you to do that and your support and to get a good review um, of what you think about the journal. It's just, it's a great way for you to be able to learn more about how to develop your own leadership abilities, how to reflect on yourself and things like that. It's a great way to kind of, you know, journal every single day for about three months with it. Now, here's the thing I wanted to also share. I will have upcoming episodes with amazing people, some that I did record a few months before episode two ended. So they're going to be in, in season three now. I'm sorry, episode two, I meant season two. <laughs> um, but now they're going to be in season three. So I hope you get the chance to listen to them. If you are subscribed or you follow my podcast, you will definitely get those alerts. But if you know people that would be interested in this podcast and who would like to listen to my guests and I talk about really great things about women leaders, about goals and all kinds of things we've talked about, I think you guys will like and will like that and enjoy that. And I know you'll share with everybody. This is a podcast that I want everyone to listen it's just because it's called the Creative Women Leader Podcast, it does not mean that men cannot be on the show or that men cannot listen. In fact, they can. So I encourage them. My, in season two, I had one of my friends um, 
come on the show and and we both talked about circle of influence and he was amazing on that so you know he was the only male i had unfortunately for season two i wish i had more um but for season three season four i'm looking forward to adding more because we need to have the male perspective uh, as well and you know we can learn from from mentors who are also male um women need allies so why not look at these men as our allies uh, to help us get to higher positions in leadership and to make a difference in our communities and our organizations and our businesses and in the world, you know? With that said, I look forward to bringing season three to you all. Please stay motivated, stay inspired, keep up the work that you're doing. Don't let anyone or anything come in your way. And I will come back soon with our new episode. <laughs> so stay tuned. A new episode is going to actually come up within the next day or so. And you will be able to listen to my interview with my friend Dion. And then I have a couple more episodes coming up. One with my friend Inva, who's also getting her doctorate at Pepperdine. And we're going to talk about women in the boardroom. And then I've got another one coming up with a couple of really amazing women I met uh, a mother-daughter duo I met at, in fact, it, from Australia. So I look forward to bringing those episodes to you and many more coming up. Till the next time, thank you for listening to the Creative Woman Leader Podcast. Bye-bye. Yeah.